Welcome to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. What's happening, hot stuff? I'm a man who discovered the wheel and built the Eiffel Tower out of metal and brawn. That's what kind of man I am. That's right. It's the moment you've been waiting for. Oh, James, look at the butt on that. Yeah. He must work out. Time to stop worrying about your weight. Stop thinking about your jackass of a boss. And get ready to win with the Fat Jack. Here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. Nobody can hang with my stuff. It's a big, hairy American winning machine. If you play the games against the spread, this is the most important hour of your day. So sit back, grab some Funyuns, and get ready to win. And now, here he is, along with the Fat Jack Dancers, the number one sports consultant in America, the Fat Jack. Hello and welcome to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, the Fat Jack. Are you ready to make some money this championship weekend? Hopefully you are. Uh, I'm your host, the Fat Jack. This is the most important hour of your day. If you're betting the games or going to any of the many states that has sports gambling this weekend, take my picks with you and you will make money. It's a $99 weekend. Very excited about that. Let me bring in my co-host from Louisville, Kentucky. Let's get this show under underway and get you into some profit and break down these games. Mr. Brandon Rush from Louisville, Kentucky. How are you, buddy? I am splendid. Only three games left in the NFL season, though. So that you can kind of see right now that the, the end is near. Uh, but the good news is that the profit is not. Womp, womp, womp. Exactly. Um, by the way, thought about something as I was doing the intro. We're going to redo the spot that we just did. So take care of business on the show. I want to redo that spot after this because in the spot, it was more of a a show topic than it was a spot topic. And I then started in with the spot. And so I thought, you know, now that I've done it, I'm, I'm going to change the spot. Because what I should be focusing on in the commercial is the $99 weekend, championship weekend, um, a great opportunity to make money before the world, before the Super Bowl. Um, what a great January it's been. What a great football season it's been. Yes. That's what spots should be about. What I then went to in the spot, which is what the show needs to be about, because the show is more about full drilled down transparency along with how it's actually going. And so what I said, the spot was, I said, you know, we 12 and three wild card weekend. And then last weekend we backed up. I don't know why I said that. That's stupid. I mean, the only people that care about what happened last week in football, by the way, basketball won last week. We were. 2-0 Two and zero Friday, three and one Saturday, zero uh, and two Sunday. So what is that? That is f- uh, eight and six. Nope. five and three. Nope. six and four. Six Somewhere and four. in there, but it was it six was a win. That 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 part we know. Small winning week. Nobody's retiring. Sure. No. All right. Now we'll take. No one's going to be on any one week of any of any season. Not, not this time of year. I mean, it's not going to happen. Now twelve and three the week before. Guys played. 50000 a game, they probably did pretty well. They might be able to retire. Um, although if you're betting 50000 a game, you probably have a lifestyle that would not allow you to retire, even with eight or nine games worth of profit. So um, it's 12 and 3 off that week. That's a great week. This last week, nobody's going to even suggest for a minute it was a great week. A little bit of profit in basketball. Football loss. But I- I'll tell you, Brandon, and this we talk about this not only on this show, but when I go on around the country, that the deeper you get into the season, and last year was such an anomaly in that, we didn't have any losing days. I mean, we were winning every single day. And really, for the better part of a month, we've been doing that this year. Um, 
since certainly the national championship game, uh, we've been running on uh, just winning every just about every day. And when we have a losing day, we'll turn around and have a winning day the next day. And the football has been really, really strong. So this last week we ran into a little bit of what is called variance. And so you have games every week along the season where they're going to be luck games. They either are good luck or they're bad luck. But they're, they did, the deciding factor is going to be determined not so much by your ability to pick, and this is not a, a, a knock on anybody that won or lost. It's just the fact of the matter. Every week you have games you have, that are easy winners. You have games that are easy losers. And then you have variance games, games that come down within a point or two of the line. And those require a little bit of luck to win, a little bit of bad luck to lose. And some weeks, and knock on wood, we have not had a lot of weeks where we've had even a lot of negative variance. And we certainly, when we've had negative variances, we've surrounded it with really strong, positive plays that have won easily. So this last week was not the first time in a long time. And I, we have clients that are just so spoiled uh, because they're just used to winning every single week and every single day. And this last week, we there weren't enough games, to obviously. There's only four games to have a, a lot of easy winners. And, and in fact, there weren't a lot of easy winners. But if you go back through last week's card, I mean... And I haven't done this, so I'm kind of doing it on the fly. But if you look at last week's card, of the games that were played, of the four games, um, easy winner if you had the Ravens over the Texans. Um, the total was 43.5, the total, or 44 or 44.5. Depending um, on when and on, where you got that number. Yeah, you came, either came right on it or you missed it or made it by half a point. And what's funny is that the official total that went off was 44.5. And, and we had under, by the way. So, and I didn't go around and shout from the rooftops we had a winner. I actually graded as a push because I got it at 44 and a half, so I won. But a lot of people didn't, you know, because it was leading up to the game 43 and a half, 44, then went down to three and a half, 43 and a half, then back to 44. But the overall, um, you know, consensus line around the country and around the world was 44 and a half. It's like go to scoresandodds.com. They put up the, you know, the consensus line at the end is 44 and a half. But anyway, took a little bad luck if you lost that, good luck if you won. And of course, they had the punt return there, which made it close, but it wouldn't have been close otherwise. So you go to the Packers and, and Green Bay game. That was the, that was one that certainly you could have had, um, you know, the right side. You had, uh, if you had the Packers plus the points, that was that was a solid win. If you had under, that was a solid win. Then you get a little bit deeper, Brandon, in, into Sunday's card, and you needed luck on all of this to win or lose. So the total in the Buccaneers game was 50. It was 50. It ended up 54. That's close enough, especially when you have uh, the amount of turnovers in that game, especially by the Bucs. It created some points. So you needed some turnovers. And then the the, the side was essentially determined by a two-point conversion mm. by the Bucs late in the game. I mean, they, they got back to six after giving up a 40-yard run, which doesn't happen a lot in the NFL period, but gave up a 40-yard run to go down two scores. They went for two, which, oh, by the way, you're supposed to go for two. I was actually watching um, the news, the, the sports station here in Oklahoma last week after the game, and one of the guys just facetiously said, I don't know why they're going for two there. By the way, if you're going to do a sports show on the news or anywhere else, you might want to learn analytics at least a little bit. Learn strategy. a little bit about what you're talking about, about strategy. It's not even close. When you're down 14 points in the fourth quarter and you score, you go for two every single time. Because the analytics tell you to do that. And we, we let's touch on that just real quick. So people out there that are new, there are people driving around all the time that don't know what that means. So you're down 14 and you score six. Now you're down eight. You have two options. You can either kick the field goal twice, all right, 
assuming that you get another chance to score, you can kick the field goal twice. That is about a 94%, actually 96% success rate to kick the field goal twice. All right? So if you go for two twice, all right, it is a 50-50 option. So you're 50-50 to go for it twice, or you're a 96% divided by two if you kick two field goals. And if you go for two once and then kick the field goal, you win versus tying. Does that make sense? It does to me because I, I'm an analytics nerd. But, yeah, the and, and what's crazy is two-point conversions the NFL this season converted at 55%. So the trend this year has actually been favorable to go for two instead of even a 50-50 coin flip. And it's not just about that number. It's about the difference between that number and the difference between making the extra point twice. Yep. So it's 50, if it's 50, 50 and it's 90, if it's a hundred percent, 50% and then half a 96%, it's the difference. So, and not only that, you get the opportunity to win versus tying versus kicking the field goal extra point twice. So, um, but if you're, if you're doing a news track, you, you know, email me, call me up. I'll explain it to you a little bit more time and lay out the numbers for you. But I, I do think analytics have gone crazy, Brandon. We're going to talk a lot about a lot during this show, but I wanted to get this out last week because we, we rarely lose. We rarely have a losing week in football. I felt like we should talk about it a little bit uh, to make sure people understand that I don't just come on here every time. Another winning week, another great week for my clients. That's what you've been getting every single week on this show. For literally two and a half months, since the middle of October, you've been getting that every single week. Because the only other football weeks that have been close, the basketball has killed it. So it hasn't even been close. Everybody's been making a lot of money. So this is the first kind of week where we pushed in basketball. We lost a little football. And so I, I feel like it's important to at least point that out. But that, but analytics, Brent, I have gone crazy, by the way. I mean, I don't know. It, got teams getting it fourth and one from their own 35, and then they're flashing up the screen analytics they go for. I don't understand that. I guess it's true. I mean, they've done the math on this stuff. And I do think analytics have gone too far. But that's an easy one for me to understand. You're down 14. It's the fourth quarter. You only get so many more possessions. You have a better chance of getting going for two and getting it once out of two times than you do making two extra points. And you get the opportunity to win versus just tie. So yeah. I totally get that. Uh, but it took that. You know, the Bucks went for two, didn't get it. By the way, horrible play call. Um, it was pass interference, but they a horrible play call. And that was the difference between winning and losing with the Bucks plus the points or the Lions minus the points. Total, again, came right down the line. Chiefs, I mean, everybody watched the Chiefs-Bills game, and we had the Chiefs plus the points. That was a winner, but it took luck to win. Mm-hmm. You, besides the, uh, the field goal late that was wide right, you get the drop by Diggs. You get I mean, a number of plays, but you could also say, well, you know, Buffalo fumbled the ball. Mm-hmm. On that last series, Chiefs almost scooped and scored it. Didn't they? Get, Chiefs are going in the end zone, fumble the ball out of the end zone uh, by the running back. You know, a couple of fumble drives. on the first play of the game that that really could have turned that thing on on its head. So it took a. The point is, is that it was there was a lot of variance involved. Either good luck if you won, and the total was fifty one. It was forty five. It went over basically because of the late play. So the over was probably the right side. If you had to bet, and I always look at it. Well, if I had to bet it again, what would I do? You know, where would I be? But I, the reason I played under in that game, Brandon, which was our play, you go to the results tab. You don't have to guess what we had. Go to FatJackSports.com. Go to the results tab. You'll see everything from last week, and you'll see the free prop bets that are there. You'll see the week before. You'll see the, the, the whole year's there. Uh, but if, if the reason I played under in that game, and would probably do it again, is because the Chiefs have been so profitable, and frankly, the Bills have too. Bills 11-7 and seven to the under. Chiefs led the league in the under. 
not only in the second half, it was like dominant, 15 of 14 of 15, and they did go under in the second half of this one too. But in the game, they have been dominant to the under. I basically bought a small importer more with just playing under the Chiefs games because they haven't been a great offensive team. They executed a little bit better. There were some turnovers or some things happened, but um, that's one of those I would not apologize at all. So the, the bottom line is last week, if you were on just last week, and I, I was telling Brandon right before the show, I got an email from a guy. Maybe he's followed up. We can talk about him. D. Ballard writes, you're full of bull crap. You cost me a ton of money with these bad picks. Send my money back. You know less about than I do, you crook. Now, Brandon, I was 12-3 and three the week before. Everything's posted and documented. I've been doing this 27 years. I did a TV show. We're 15-4 and four with the top pick. Actually, now 15-5 and five with the top picks on that. There's nothing crook about me. There's nothing bull crap about me. All this tells me that you're an idiot. That's all that email tells me. You write an email like that, and I say, yeah, this guy's an idiot. And I hate it for him because it's hard to turn somebody that's not, that's just a, an idiot into somebody that could actually win money betting on sports. It's very difficult to do. Most of my under, clients understand. Oh, by the way, last if you were on last week, I sent them all a $100 coupon code. So essentially get this week for next to nothing or better yet, sign up for a longer package. Um, I, a lot of times we'll give the next week free, Brandon, but we've done so, we've made so much money. And we've been doing so well for so long. I just, I don't know how, how, how much I should positively reinforce somebody for signing up for the weekend and then getting upset after signing up for the weekend. What do you think about that? Is there another way to approach that? Do you just, you know, a lot of people would say, Jack, this is sports gambling. You're going to have some variance and people mm-hmm. who get mad after one week should probably not be gambling on sports. You probably should just delete their information and move on. I mean, where, where do you land on that? I mean, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to be the, the guy that says, you know, hey, yeah, last week sucked. Here's here's a, like you said, a voucher for, for another week. And, hey, sorry, you know, things happen in, in sports betting. It's, there's no such thing as an automatic, you know, and there's no there's no locks. You have, I think, in doing that, have done more than 95% of the of the handicappers out there would, would even consider. So oh, I've done more than 100% for sure. Nobody this time of year is going to give no. anybody anything for anything. I mean, they're just no. not going to do it. Nobody's going to turn away clients. No. You know how many people I blocked this week? I'm sure there's a few. So many. I mean, I've gotten so, Brandon, we've gotten, I've gotten so busy. And so, and, and, and by the way, I, I bet the games myself. So I, if you sign up for 99 bucks, great. If you don't, that's on you. Don't do it and lose. It's up to you. Um, that's really where I am right now. I only want clients that want to make money. That's it. And I want guys that are adults or girls that are adults and on their medication and aren't expecting to retire after one week. Nobody else says that. That's the reality. I don't need you to sign up for my service. What I do, I want you to sign up if you want to be a successful sports better. If you want to make money betting on the games, I want you to sign up. Uh, if you don't, or if you're, you're a get rich quick, I'm going to the fair, I want to make my rent money guy, go find some other loser that will have you chasing your tail and losing all your money and want to absorb your hatred in your emails because that is not me i don't need you i don't want you to do it if you're that guy go someplace else and so i anybody i had a, guys that you know the texting system has been an absolute dumpster fire this year because the fcc and their infinite wisdom have decided that texting gambling information is now their responsibility to block even though every one of my clients have opted in twice to receive the text message to receive the information every one of them i've not only they paid to receive it 
the FCC has decided that they are they are more important than me sending out the word Baltimore minus four or whatever on it. Um, and so that's become a, a tougher deal. So a lot of guys, I, I've got another workaround. Well, those guys have access to a number that I actually have, a phone number. So the, the good side of that is that you still get to receive text messages. The bad side of that is if you write one text that it shows me that you're an idiot, uh, I'm going to just block you, and then you're not going to you're not going to get to do that. I have I have about five people that are on triple secret probation right now. I mean, they they mm. literally are so dumb. They 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 get drunk, I think, because you know they've won a ton of money and admit that, but they feel like we are friends. We are not friends. I am a a yeah, I have lots of friends, but my this, these particular guys are not my friends. I couldn't pick them out of a lineup. They are guys that have been very successful at betting on sports because they signed up for the Fat Jack Sports Service. And I want to have that good relationship with them, but I'm not going to, I'm not here to take any type of abuse of any kind. So if you want to win this weekend, go to fatjacksports.com. $99, everything through Sunday's games. All right. And that's not just side and total predicted final score in the games. It's also the top prop bets. Last year, I think I lost two or three prop bets the whole time. This year, they're a little over 500. They're all posted, so go to the results tab. You'll see they've not been as successful this year, but they're free, and they are turning a little bit of a profit. So uh, you get those for free. Uh, you get the five, you know, predictive final score, best bets for the game, all that kind of stuff for $99 this weekend. Or basketball, which is where you need to be. It's, it's the best safety net there is in the world um, because we just rarely lose a both ever. Uh, and as I said, last week, basketballs won again over the weekend. This week, they're going to win. This weekend, they're going to win. It's going to build even more profit as we head into the Pro Bowl weekend and then, of course, Super Bowl Sunday after that. Also a great time to go get this season-long packages, best rates of the entire year available right now at FatJackSports.com and the ability to pay it out over the next eight months. Brandon, what jumped out last week? All those games I went through, uh, what was surprising to you? What, what, what did you take away from last week? I think we learned that the yet again that the hot teams this time of year are a force to be reckoned with. Green Bay, that win in, in Dallas was not a fluke. They went into San Francisco and really were playing just freely and and really put a scare into the number one overall seed in the NFC. And if not for a, a couple mistakes late and Jordan Love channeling his inner Brett Favre, they might have won that game. Um, so a lot of props to uh, to the Packers for really turning their season around, and and they've got a bright future ahead of them considering how young that offense is. Yeah, they're going to make Jordan Love a very very rich man, uh, and and very probably soon. rightfully so. I I've really you know I don't like to say an about face because it makes it makes me sound like all these talking heads on ESPN and other places, but I I definitely underestimated his ability to improve. Um, I don't think I was wrong on where he was the first part of the year and last year and that, but I definitely mm-hmm. see a guy who uh, the game has slowed down a little bit like a freshman turning into a sophomore in college. I mean, he just, the game has slowed down. He knows where his players are going to be. He's making dynamic plays. He's making much better decisions. They're going to make him very rich and they are going to be a, a force to be reckoned with going forward. Um, so I totally agree with you there. Um, was it more about where is San Francisco brand? Where is this team? This is a team that, you want to think is that next level top tier. They're still the favorite to win the Super Bowl, but this is also a team that's injured. Yes. And they're banged up and they do have a quarterback that we are, we are seeing that as competition gets tougher and and as teams are having a little more success, shutting down McCaffrey, this is there. We're relying on him more and he's not 
He's not a 10 out of 10, which I've been saying since he literally got the starting job. Where is this team and where is he as a quarterback as we head into a game against Detroit, which another dangerous team, but a team they should take care of. And then more importantly, if they get by that and they get into the, the Super Bowl against the other, either one, uh, Kansas City or Baltimore, um, where is this San Francisco team? I, to, to touch on Brock Purdy, we got a very good view of what he was at Iowa State. You Now you, you get him into the 49ers, you get him with a, a pretty decent offensive line, at least half of it, and talented weapons around him, and he's a manageable NFL quarterback, probably you know top 20 or top 15 at, at worst. Um, but without Debo Samuel, with a, an offensive line that had gotten absolutely chewed up on the, on the right side, and you're right, the team's focusing on Christian McCaffrey. NFL teams are willing to let Brock Purdy beat them. And so this far, he hasn't made the huge mistake. But without Debo Samuel in the lineup and Brandon Ayuk not really being a much of a threat in the passing game over the last few weeks, I, oh, they're they're on they're on shaky ice. Um, it would not shock me to see Detroit go out there and win just because they are so physical. And you're getting Aiden Hutchinson, a a star in, in the making on the defensive side of the Lions, going up against the weakest part of the of the 49ers offensive line. That is just a bad recipe for for anything going forward for San Francisco, at least in terms of this game. Yeah, it's a tough one to pick when you're talking about. We're going to break down these games in the second segment. Um, against the spread. We'll look at totals and sides and get some trends and that kind of stuff. But this is a tough one because I, I could see this game being like the Baltimore-Houston game and Baltimore or, or San Francisco getting out to a lead, staying ahead of the change, putting Jared Goff in some bad spots. Their secondary is much better than what um, Detroit saw against Tampa or certainly mm-hmm. that they played. And them not having much of an answer if they get down on the road at Santa Clara. But I could also see, as you're kind of saying, if it stays close, or if, God forbid for the 49er fans out there, if Detroit gets the lead, that this could be a problem. Because Detroit, the one, I'll tell you, the, the, what I've learned about Detroit, besides, is that their coach, at least at this point, and we'll see, the lights get brighter, mm. competition gets hotter, higher, but he is, he's the honey badger also. I talked about that with Baker Mayfield. He does not care. He believes in his players. He believes they're a team of destiny. He he goes for it on fourth down, even though he might not should. They throw it on early downs, even though they might not should. And when you're able to do that, when you have that kind of courage, and confidence, you're, you're dangerous. Yeah, you are dangerous against teams that are better than you. And I, nobody's going to argue that San Francisco is better in Detroit. But you become a real problem for them if it stays close or if you can stay in a non-predictable. I talk about that a lot lately non-predictable situations because a lot of these teams that are making these runs deep in the playoffs, they rely on you to not get them in predictable downs and distances. So if you get them down, we saw this Detroit and Green Bay most of the year, when they got down a a a score, a touchdown or more, they become a lot more predictable and that becomes a real problem for them. When teams can pin back their ears, bring blitz packages, and then more importantly, take the ball away in the secondary because golf gets a little bit antsy or Jordan Love with the other team, those type of things. But when they stay ahead of the chains, they keep it in a competitive balance game, they are a dangerous group. And so that's kind of what you're talking about is that this team uh, is peaking at the right time. They are clearly the hot team um, and really going the right direction. Go to FatJackSports.com. We're going to have predicted final score on both of these games, the best bets for both these games, the top prop bets for both of these games. For only $99, a great time to get signed up, great time to win. How are we doing on time, Brandon? I want to get to the other game 
not only Buffalo and Kansas City from last week, but also want to talk about, obviously, Kansas City and Baltimore this week. Want to do it now or wait till after break? No, we need to get in a break because uh, those are going to be huge attention games. And uh, I think we we – even though it's a $99 weekend, we're, we're still putting the same amount of energy into focusing on this weekend's games. So the listeners want it. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll we give 100% it a full expect to win. Yeah, I, mean, 100%. Yeah. I mean, we're going to, we're going to, the free plays on this show, if we give those out, they're going to win. The yep. clients are going to win. Yep. The prop bets are going to win. We don't yep. lose much in January, Brandon. And nope. so, yeah, it's going to be a great week if you're out there and you want to be a part of that. Get signed up. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to turn our attention over to Chiefs Baltimore for, excuse me, Chiefs and Buffalo first. Then Chiefs Baltimore, we'll talk about the progression of our uh, futures tickets that, mm-hmm. we, that Brandon and I still have alive. And a lot of guys out there listening, actually, a lot of them go to the podcast the show to get that instruction on what they're supposed to do with their 18-to-1 Baltimore Ravens to win the Super Bowl ticket. Um, I guess D. Ballard or whatever his name was, he was not a part of those. Shows. I'm assuming he was not on with us in August and is reaping in all the rewards that has come our way because of the winning picks since then. Yeah, because he... He thinks we're, we're stupid, apparently, because I've got, uh, got, got a crook also. I do love that. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-1383 or the simplest thing. Log on to FatJackSports.com and get ready to win. Hey, this is the Fat Jack, and Championship Week is here. Are you ready to make some money? Go to FatJackSports.com. Only $99 gets you all of the games going on Championship Sunday. That's a predicted final score in both games, the top prop bets, the top bets for the game, and much, much more. Only $99. Add basketball and make even more. Get the season-long package through next year's Super Bowl and pay it out over eight months. Now's the time to go to FatJackSports.com. Sign up today and win this weekend betting the games. It's a new year, and if you made a resolution this year to be a little bit more out there and and really treat yourself, no better opportunity than right now to use SeatGeek. Whether you want tickets to go see a game, a play, or a concert, SeatGeek has what you are looking for. If you were hoping for NFL playoff tickets in your stocking this year and you missed out, maybe you were hoping to see that boy band reunion tour this spring. SeatGeek is your ticket to new adventures in the new year. When you make your first purchase at SeatGeek, use promo code FATJACKSPORTS to get $20 off any ticket purchase. NFL playoff games, March Madness, golf majors, or Broadway shows, it's all there for you at SeatGeek. Use promo code FATJACKSPORTS to take $20 off your first ticket purchase now at SeatGeek. Welcome back to the Fat Jack Sports Hour, and now here is our host, a man guiding you to winners this championship weekend. He is the Fat Jack. Thank you so much, Brandon. Fat Jack Sports Hour, segment number two. $99 football weekend. About 10 bucks a day to make money with the hoops added on. I mean, depending on what day you listen to the show or you sign up. Cost you more if you sign up for the package on Tuesday than it would if you sign up on Thursday, then you sign up on Saturday. So, uh, bottom line is if you want to make more money, add those basketball plays. Even if you're not a basketball fan, They've been consistently adding profit. We are the on Sunday, excuse me, on Saturdays alone, Brandon. Over the last month, are fourteen and two. Yes, fourteen and two, three and hmm. one, three and one, four and zero, oh, four and zero. Oh. That's fourteen and two, right? Yep. Three, yeah, fourteen and two on Saturdays over the last month. That's good, right? Hard to hard to lose money betting on basketball when you are fourteen and two on Saturdays over the last month, which is what we are. And those picks do not cost much. 20, 30 bucks for the entire day. Bet 20 or 30 bucks a game, 50 bucks a game. 
um, when you add it to your football package and you're going to be into profit with those hoops plays as well. It's at 14 and two over the last four Saturdays combined. So uh, go to fatjacksports.com and get signed up. All right, let's talk about the um, the futures ticket real quick so we can get that out of the way. I'm going to have to take out a pencil here. Um, right. Because- so last week uh, we talked about how if you had that Raven Super Bowl futures ticket from August at 18 to 1 or better, depending on where you got the line, that you could hedge out of it. Um, I, Jack, did uh, have a money line bet on the Texans to uh, to to win. Knew early that wasn't going to happen. And I actually, because I bet in the app, uh, cashed out of that. Um, so I didn't lose the full the full amount of the wager. Um, I kind of regretted that for a bit, and then I didn't. Uh, cash out is dangerous, but at the same it time, <laughs> at the same time, uh, the futures ticket's still alive and another potential um, hedge opportunity this weekend because the Raiders yeah. again favored. And last week, we there were a lot of a lot of scenarios we didn't talk about. You know, as it went on around the country, guys would ask about different scenarios other than that, and there are a ton of them, especially when you're betting on apps. So if you on the app, if you um, if you bet on if you bet on if you were waiting and you wanted to wait, and you for somehow some way, the favorite Baltimore got the ball earlier or got a stop early. That number almost always is going to go from whatever it was. What was it nine and a half in that one up to thirteen, thirteen and a half, fourteen. So to get greedy. When you have the better team, especially with a good defense, there are a lot of options in game to wait and take advantage of that then. Because you could, in that game, it went almost immediately from um, nine and a half up to double digits for sure. And then you were buying a bigger gap in there. As you said, it didn't end up mattering either way. Um, so, so let's just say, let's not pretend we didn't cash out, we didn't do anything, we just lost last week. Yes. So you have a one, you have a hundred dollars in to win eighteen hundred on the Baltimore Ravens. A lot of guys have that or some version scenario of that. So last week you lost two hundred dollars if you did what I suggested you do, not play the money line. So we're going to look worst case scenario. So you put two hundred dollars on Houston plus the points. So now you're down two hundred dollars. You have a hundred dollar ticket to win eighteen hundred dollars. So what do you do this week? All right, so you got to make back up your two hundred plus your hundred. So that's three hundred. So we're going to put five hundred dollars on Kansas City plus the three and a half. Does that make sense? Yes. Five hundred dollars, and if Kansas City wins straight up and you kill your eighteen hundred dollar ticket, you're going to make two hundred dollars on your. So you're going to double your money. You bet a hundred, you're going to make two hundred on your futures ticket. If Kansas City covers and doesn't win, then you go into the Super Bowl free rolling for a lot of money, actually. And if if Baltimore wins and covers, then you're down five, seven, you're down $700, but you still have a $100 ticket available to make 1800. So you're still free rolling for $1,100 with the opportunity to hedge back and get into profit either way. Again, all of these are calculated um, decisions based on the idea that you want to take the one good decision you made in August of betting Baltimore based on the information I gave out in August, betting on Baltimore at at least 18 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. You want that money to do nothing more. The the worst you're going to do is double your money for that one good decision. That's, That's the scenarios we're laying out. If you want to gamble more, there are a thousand ways to do it. Brandon talked about one: play the uh, money line. 
you're betting less, but you're probably going to lose that. If you do, then you, you're going to have more of a hedge opportunity when the Super Bowl gets here. And even better if you do what Brandon said, which was he cashed out. Now he hasn't given up that money, so he's still rolling with most of that 18-1 to 1 as we head into some more competitive games. So that's Baltimore in a nutshell. What happened last week with them? And more important, let's talk about Kansas City and Buffalo. What did you take away from that game? And is this Kansas City team a team that the light bulb went on? Are they getting better play or are they just what happened last week what do you what do you expect out of them this week Patrick Mahomes brilliance I mean that's I mean you look at that receiving core outside of Travis Kelsey not a lot of dudes who are going to be number one receivers on any other team uh, but he finds a way to make plays make the guys around him better and that offensive line's playing a heck of a lot better than they had throughout almost all of November December um, which is very surprising because Buffalo can get after you um, but I mean, that's, that was my main takeaway from last week is that Andy Reid is one of the top play callers in the league. Patrick Mahomes is an absolute magician and I, it's hard yet again for the sixth year in a row to count them out of any game that they're in. Yeah. I, what I got from it, I, I don't blame Buffalo at all. I, I didn't find myself blaming Buffalo for anything. What I saw was a team in Kansas city that was more seasoned Mm-hmm. more prepared, more experienced, and ready for the moment, just a little bit more than what Buffalo was. You have two very good football teams. And and as we, we talked about before, Buffalo was, was third to win the Super Bowl heading into Week 18. So yep. they hadn't even made the playoffs yet. They were still third on the futures bets to win the Super Bowl behind both uh, Baltimore and uh, San Francisco. San Francisco. So. So Baltimore, I don't think, or Buffalo didn't do anything. I think to look that now that did they make some plays that cost him the game? Absolutely. Sure. The field goal at the end, not good. All right. He misses it. Horrible situation, but that didn't cost him. Diggs misses a ball that goes right through his hands late. Mm. That gets him the ball around the 20. Now they got a lot more time. They've got Josh Allen's legs. They probably aren't kicking. They're probably asking Patrick Mullins to come back and score a touchdown um, at the end of the game because they'd be down four at that point. Yep. Um, but there, there, so yeah, there were some plays, but there were also plays on Kansas City side. We talked about it. They had the fumble that could have been a scoop and score. That the tight end made a great play to cover the ball up. They fumble going into the end zone. You're gonna have when you have two evenly matched games. You're always gonna be able to look back and dissect what happened and say, well, they lost because of this. But what happened was those plays almost evened out. I saw a team, as you're alluding to, that was more ready for the moment. They did not make the key mistakes mm-hmm. for every drop Diggs had. Um, not just Kelsey. Who, I, by the way, I probably put a body on Travis Kelsey if I'm playing Kansas City. I still don't understand how in 2024 that dude is still open all the time. I'm amazed. It's CD Lamb with Dallas is the same way. Yep. How are you not manning him and playing a cover shell over the top? I don't. I give up everything else, but I'm not going to let Travis Kelsey and CD Lamb beat me. If, Mar- if Marquez Valdez Scantling beats me then so be it. I'm not letting the arguably second greatest tight end in the history of the game tread me. I mean, there's wide no open. other option. He gets wide open. In, in in zone, he gets wide open. In man, he gets wide open. He's wide. It's not even close. It's not guys falling down. He literally just outworks and runs better routes, and they don't care, and they, they lose him. And when you're playing a team that's a, similar to you in ability, that it just takes two or three of those, and now you're behind. So I don't get that. But Kansas City earned it, and it wasn't anything that Buffalo did. They they yep. played well. They made some. They both teams made some mistakes, but um, but they deserved to be there. So now we turn to this Baltimore team, and I don't want people to to think that I just because I have this futures ticket on Baltimore, I'm sitting there saying I 
I know they're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm not, you know, I'm not Vegas Dave or some idiot like that that's out in Mexico with his shirt off trying to tell everybody that he, he had a crystal ball back in August, and that still applies. Do I like Baltimore in this game? I mean, it's not going to surprise me if they win, and if they win, it's not going to surprise me if they beat what I think will be probably be San Francisco in the in the Super Bowl. I mean, I'm not going to be surprised. No, I'm not. Am I going to hedge out for a, a lot more? Because no, I'm definitely not. Um, but I'm not sitting here telling you that the information that I went off in August still applies here. This will be a very competitive, evenly matched game that will most likely, and people should definitely hear this, Brandon, most likely be decided by turnovers. Mm. we didn't talk about this a lot after last week's show, but when you go on the road, as Dallas did, we did a little bit actually, but as Dallas did, as all of the losers basically did, a wild card weekend, go on the road, turn the ball over that result in points, you're going to lose this time of year. That will ultimately determine who wins and loses. Um, Tampa Bay lost and didn't cover because they threw two interceptions and Detroit did not. They are evenly matched teams that, at the very minimum, Detroit does not cover that number if Tampa Bay doesn't give them the ball extra times. That's that's the NFL. So that's why we don't go crazy this time of year, because the lines are going to be relatively tight, and we also understand that variance and luck things are going to have a lot to do with the outcomes of the game. Not everything, but a lot to do. Uh, that's why you go to FatJackSports.com get signed up, is so you can get those plays that hopefully are not relying on that. But... If this, if these two teams show up in Kansas City, what, what do you think? What does this game look like? I feel like this is a lower scoring game um, because the offenses are so dynamic and the play callers are so smart. They're they're understanding that the the best defense is a good offense or vice versa type deal. To where if you keep the ball out of Lamar Jackson's hands, you keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands, your chances of winning the game improve. Uh, so it would not shock me to see both these teams come out and and at least be conscious of running the football, take the shots when they absolutely have to and need to. The return of Mark Andrews to the Ravens lineup, though, Jack, really kind of gives me a little bit of pause for concern for Chiefs fans because as good as Kelsey is, Mark Andrews is a, a, a poor man's Kelsey, in at least in terms of contract. But I feel like they're the same kind of player, dude, that's always open. Dude catches everything in his in his way and is the number one focal point of that offense. So that might be the the difference between these two teams right now. Um, but I, I expect a, a low scoring, you know, first first team to twenty wins type ball game. Low scoring generally means underdog. Mm-hmm. You are getting the hook at this point, at least three and a half. And the other thing that um, Baltimore now two and five against the spread, their last uh, seven home playoff games. But a more important stat in that is that those games, generally speaking, go under. When Baltimore's a favorite, they are 22-9 and now 1, because I'm going to count last week as a as a um, uh, push. But 22-9 and 1 to the under. Um, also, Harbaugh almost always wants to go under. He does mm-hmm. not ever want to get in a, we need to throw it, or we're going to try. He wants to. A lot like what Buffalo does. I mean, he wants to stay ahead of the chains, keep his quarterback out of spots, um, execute more times than you do, and play it a little closer to the vest. He comes from a coaching family. He coaches that way. Andy Reid has proven this year, especially with his lack of weapons, that that's who he is too. Um, now, Patrick Mahomes certainly opened it up more. We talked about this last year at this time. This is this was everything I was saying. When Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City plays good defenses, remember this? 
for last year. When they play good defenses, they generally speaking go over. When they play bad defenses, they generally speaking go under. That has been the Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid angle for at least a year or so until this year. The reason it switched this year is because of their lack of weapons. But when you get in a playoff game on the road at Buffalo, you have got to take more chances, be less calculated, and throw the ball around a little bit more. I suspect it'll be the same thing here. Andy Reid understands he can't, he has to be a little bit more of a gambler to win a game like this because he's playing a team that, at least in theory, is better than him, even though he probably has the best player on the field, no matter who's you know, MVP this year. I mean, Patrick Mahomes best player on the field. So uh, Mahomes now 9-1-1 one, and one against the spread, their last 11 as an underdog. Nine, I was one, just one about to throw that stat at you. That is a stupid good stat. And, oh, by the way, 8-3 and three straight up as an underdog. <laughs> And that's over his career. That's not playoffs. That's not a subset of anything. Since he's been in the league. He's only been an underdog 11 times on the road. (laughs) 11 to ever. 11 times ever he's been an underdog. And he's won eight of them. This dude doesn't just cover as a dog. He does not perform the market. He wins as an underdog. Um, Kansas City now 13-6 and to the under this year. That's still number one in the league. So they're going under two out of every three games, and they went over last week. So to your point, I, I, I'd see a lot of reasons why this game's lower scoring. The problem with that is is that you get one one big play or one mm-hmm. punt return. It, it ends up going over. So, again, don't go crazy on any of these numbers, any of these things. These are two very good teams. Turnovers are going to decide the outcome of these games, and frankly, the Super Bowl as well. The minute I come on here and say I was totally wrong about that is the minute that I give you a team – they win the turnover battle by two, and they still don't cover. But until then, that's why you don't go crazy this time of year in the National Football League. It's because variance and luck has a lot to do with who ends up ultimately succeeding. If you and don't that also, worry about- Jack, is, is why we you follow the system. Like This game, you should be betting the same amount on this game and an opinion and selection as you did in September. Yes, the games are more important for the teams on the field. To us, it's just another game. You should be up so much money by now. You should not care whether you win or not. I did not shed one tear. I did not get upset at one, not one thing. I got mad when I had some drunk idiot. <laughs> Didn't fire off an email. Texting me and emailing me stupid things, showing me your intelligence level. But yeah, I get mad about that. But as far as what happens in the game, I sh- it's a shoulder shrug in January. If you're not shrugging your shoulders in January, you have not been doing the right thing in September, October, November, December. That is the that's the the hard cold reality of sports gambling. Look yourself in the mirror if you are D Ballard and you've decided that you've learned everything you need to know about anything over one weekend of football when luck variance had a lot to do with wins and losses because you created your own issues early in the year. And I know you weren't a client of mine, I haven't even looked, but I know you weren't a client of mine because if you were, you'd be shrugging your shoulders with the rest of us. You'd be saying it's one day. It's one weekend. Who cares? I could lose. Here's the reality, Brent. I could lose every basketball game and every football game between now and the Super Bowl, and we would still be killing this year. Still be up we, on the year. Absolutely. Nobody's losing money with the Fat Jack Sports Service who signed up and went through the year. Nobody. So if you want to be that guy, that's the lesson you take away. Go to FatJackSports.com. Get the package through next year's Super Bowl. Quit being D Ballard. Quit being an idiot that is worried about one day or one weekend and start treating this more like a business. 
Treat this more like something that you actually want to make money instead of acting like a child. And I didn't win, and they didn't do this, and that two-boy confer. Shut up. You're not a child. Start acting like an adult. Pull your, put your big girl panties on. Sign up long-term. Pay out the service fee. Pay the least amount you're going to pay all year. Get baseball season for free. And start beating the sports books instead of telling me how sad you are because you didn't win. It's ridiculous. Go to FatJackSports.com, sign up today, and win. How are we doing on time? We need to get in a break. Uh, by the idea, uh, by the way, the idea of of you owning big girl panties. I had worn panties or underwear in decades. <laughs> we we learned something today on the fact check. None Sports of it. I, you will not see panty lines or underwear lines on any of my clothes. I've worn. I, I owned a pair of underwear since I don't even know. Since two of me would fit in it. I don't even know. High school, maybe. Wow. Long, long time. Yeah, wow. it's been a long time. You could give. If you gave me a million dollars for every pair of men's underwear that were in my house, I would still be zero. I would not get one. Your money would be safe. There's not one pair of men's underwear in my house, unless Karen is cheating on me, and they might have left something. Left somewhere. accidentally left something. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, and that's what I'm going to be looking for. When you ask for the underwear and you say where are they, I'm going to look at her drawers first because I know I don't have any. I'm going to hope that she's thrown some on the top shelf of the, of the closet or something for her boyfriend that might have been over here, or the mailman or whoever, because I don't have them. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-1383 or the simplest thing, log on to FatJackSports.com and get ready to win. It's a new year, and if you made a resolution this year to be a little bit more out there and, and really treat yourself, no better opportunity than right now to use SeatGeek. Whether you want tickets to go see a game, a play, or a concert, SeatGeek has what you are looking for. If you were hoping for NFL playoff tickets in your stocking this year and you missed out, maybe you were hoping to see that boy band reunion tour this spring. SeatGeek is your ticket to new adventures in the new year. When you make your first purchase at SeatGeek, use promo code FATJACKSPORTS to get $20 off any ticket purchase. NFL playoff games, March Madness, golf majors, or Broadway shows, it's all there for you at SeatGeek. Use promo code FATJACKSPORTS to take $20 off your first ticket purchase now at SeatGeek. Hey, this is the Fat Jack, and Championship Week is here. Are you ready to make some money? Go to FatJackSports.com, only $99 Get you all of the games going on Championship Sunday. That's a predicted final score in both games, the top prop bets, the top bets for the game, and much, much more. Only $99. Add basketball and make even more. Get the season-long package through next year's Super Bowl and pay it out over eight months. Now's the time to go to FatJackSports.com. Sign up today and win this weekend betting the games. Hey, it's Brandon Rush from the Fat Jack Sports Service. If you want to stay in touch with everything related to the Fat Jack, follow us on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, you name it. We are there at Fat Jack Sports. You can also watch the Fat Jack Sports Hour on YouTube every weekend. Plus, see funny clips from the show, see Jack's appearances on the nationally syndicated TV show, Beat the Odds. Stay connected to the Fat Jack at Fat Jack Sports on all the socials and on YouTube. Welcome back to the Fat Jack Sports Hour, and for the final time this week, a man who, like me, is happy we avoided the nightmare scenario. He is the Fat Jack. Thank you, Brandon, so much. Fat Jack Sports Hour, segment number three. I mean, what's funny, Brandon, is we've been doing this show long enough that even though you didn't say what the nightmare scenario is, I know what the nightmare scenario is, but I'm going to 
throw it back to you so that you can tell people what at least one of the nightmare scenarios that was going to hit us right in the face here in a couple of weekends from now, how we avoided that. What is a nightmare scenario? Super Bowl weekend, if you've never been to Vegas, is an absolute circus um it's one of the busiest if not the busiest weekend of the year and it always is infiltrated by nfl fans and fans of the teams playing in the super bowl with the super bowl being in vegas this year it would have been amped up even more and i am now eternally grateful to patrick mahomes and andy reed for beating the buffalo bills because i would not have been happy jack to have traveled halfway across the country only to be surrounded by buffalo bills fans it it's just the stakes are so high this year Because the game's in Las Vegas. You always get that element anyway. Philadelphia Eagles fans, Buffalo fans, there's about three or four. Patriots are bad, but boy, I I don't know, man. Definitely Buffalo and Philly, both those fan bases are next level. Uh, You know, I don't want to call them, I don't need emails, but gosh. um, Toxic. That That is a safe word to use. Exactly. You better like their team, I'll tell you that. Um, (laughs) I mean, Buffalo, all you do is turn go online. I mean, they're setting themselves on fire. Right. Jumping through tape. I mean, th- these people are idiots. I mean, they are the dumbest of the dumb. But I will tell you that this the the stakes are even higher this year because you're getting um you know the games in Vegas, so it's not just you get the f- overflow fans that want to go drink it up during the big game. You get um you know the actual game is there. So yeah, we avoided it. We dodged a bullet there because honestly, the fan bases that are left, I'm excited about all of them. San I'm Francisco- perfectly fine. I'm perfectly happy for any team that wins the Super Bowl. I have the final four. Any team wins it, hey, I'm glad for you. If you're a fan of that team, I'm glad for you. Yeah, yeah. Detroit, we don't know exactly what they're – they haven't been good in forever. Sure. Um, and Detroit has a chance to be like Cleveland, which I don't love Cleveland people, Cleveland fans. They're they're grumpy about everything. They're a special but breed. Detroit has a, a possibility of being that, but I don't want to throw that – You know, I don't want to be you know, racist. They don't have the stench them. of Ohio on them. Yeah, exactly. So, although, you know, Michigan's not, I mean, that, that's it's part of Michigan. Yeah. Not far. You get the same. More. Anyway, we don't know exactly what they are, but we kind of know what the rest are. Kansas City, we, everybody's gotten used to them. Yep. And you get that Midwestern. Most of them are pretty polite. You're going to get the the uh, the morons that are going crazy, but whatever. It's Super Bowl. Um, Baltimore, you actually get a really nice blend of that. You've got the, you know, can you say ghetto anymore? Is that not a thing? I mean, you get the down and down, dirty, gritty people. Gritty, yes. Gritty, salt-of-the-earth people. I like to say called ghetto, but it's basically just gritty people. that They're going to dance it up. They're going to enjoy the moment. They're passionate about their team. They get after it. And you also, Baltimore has another whole different group that is that normal, I would compare them to maybe a Houston fan or an Atlanta fan, you know, just a – Salt of the earth fired about the world. So I'm excited about that if they get there, not to mention we have this big futures ticket. Mm-hmm. And then you get the other side, San Francisco, they're harmless. Everybody there's drinking champ. It's like going to a TCU game. Uh, <laughs> San Francisco is very similar. Yeah, you'll have that's, that's, that's the part of the country where people literally kill people if you're, I you mean, know, if you've this, ever, if you've ever seen a Raiders uh, 49ers uh, sideline, you know, a skirmish. Yeah, you kind of know, but yeah, it's it's a wider range. But yeah, we definitely dodged a bullet with Bills and Pans not being there. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with with anybody that gets there. I'm excited about that. Um, I may have to work a little more. I'm going to go to Radio Row and stuff, so we'll see mm-hmm. if that that happens. But uh, be sure to follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter as well, because there will be a lot of stuff coming up from the game, especially with it being there. Um, I'll be on in all the stations, just about all the stations that I've gone on all year long, talking from the. From the game side, from the you know Allegiant Stadium and from Las Vegas and kind of the vibe. By the way, Brandon, um, little known fact: this weekend, 
the most expensive hotel rooms are this weekend that I've encountered all year long. This weekend. In Vegas. Not the rodeo. Not F1. Not um, Com De- or whatever the, the computer thing is. This C- weekend. Uh, consu- consumer Electronics Show. CES, yeah. CES. Not CES. None of that. This weekend, the most expensive. Do you know what's going on this weekend? I think I do. Is it the porn awards? No, God, I wish. That oh, would be dang. awesome. Okay. I would take a field trip. Um, no, and that's not going to fill the whole town up. That's just going to really make the flamingo a blue light special. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's you're gonna you're not want to stay after those people at some of the rooms. That's not going to hit the whole town. It is the concrete convention of America. Oh, yes. Yes. And apparently that is where it is at. Caesars, 1800 a night. Gee, many Christmas. The, the Treasure Island, 960 a night. I mean, just stupid, stupid rates. Um, I am staying out. I complained, and actually Teddy uh, covers the guy that's on the show with me, said I could stay at his house. Um, Dave Hall did not offer that up. I might have might have stayed Shame. at his house. Um, anyway, I'd already booked a room by the time I started complaining about it, but I'm staying out of the Green Valley Ranch. That brings back some memories oh, for you. Oh man, that's that's early. That's I think that's my first. Yeah, that was my first Super Bowl with Fat Jack in Vegas. Was uh, it was uh, Patriots Eagles? Uh, the first one when when To played with a broken leg. We were out at Green Valley Ranch. That was right after your uh, your TV show. Your uh, your appearance yeah. on the on the TV show on um, American Casino. American Casino, yeah. Well, I beat that. I beat them out of about twenty thousand dollars in blackjack. Yeah, they fully loaded watch. Toyota Camry. Yeah, yeah. I think you can watch that on the website. See what a yeah, it is still up on YouTube right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. at Fat Jack Sports on YouTube. Yeah, at Fat Jack Sports on YouTube. You can go watch me on American Casino beat them out of twenty k in blackjack, um, and see what I look like twenty years ago. Much sexier human being. Uh, the the second one there was the one where uh, Pittsburgh played, and Traber was cheering for the Steelers, even though we had the other side. Yep. And he won a bunch of money playing craps while I was up in the room breaking my computer at the time. So, and uh, that was the year we almost got into a uh, a brawl because we were out at Red Rock and the uh, the yeah. meth head Cardinals fans next to us uh, were not too happy with Jim celebrating the uh, the Steelers. Yeah, that's exactly right. That was almost the, the meth head free for all with a uh, big fight with our group in there. So, yeah, so a lot of memories off the strip. But I'm going to go back there for one night this week. Um, I'm staying there Wednesday night. But I, I thought it was interesting that that's the most expensive ticket in town is the – uh, is the uh, this concrete convention? How are we doing on time? Uh, n- not too much time left here. Uh, by the way, uh, the Super Bowl hypotheticals, Jack. Uh, the Ravens three and a half point favorites over the Lions is the largest spread of the four remaining games. Yeah, you're going to have to. Long and short of it is that decision you made in in August with getting Baltimore. And I'm talking to people around the country who who have that. You're going to have to earn it if you get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I'm hedging. Now I have multiple $500 tickets that range from anywhere from 18 to one to 30 to one. So my numbers are still going to be really, really nice once I get there. But I have had to dig deeper in my pockets because I do not. None of it is for sure. In hindsight, yeah, I should have rolled last week. You know, that was an easy one. But none of these, even if Baltimore wins by 21, they they could win this game as well. And then the Super Bowl is not going to be any piece of cake if you're trying to make that money. So make decisions that guarantee money. That's my that's my advice to guys out there. So bigger advice, go to FatJackSports.com. Get the season package through next year's Super Bowl. That way you don't have to care about one weekend. If you're not a client right now, get on at least for the weekend. Start building profit. Start seeing what consistent winning selections will do. And stop writing stupid emails or guessing 
about who's going to win these games and relying on luck variants because you can make money betting on sports. You just need to treat it more like a business. Brandon, final thoughts. Play the basketball. It's hot this time of year. It really is. It's a good add-on and a lot of money coming your way. Until next week, gamble responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Have a great weekend, a great championship weekend. Until next week when we have our Super Bowl matchup, we have Pro Bowl coming up, and much, much more as we're wrapping up the football season. You've been listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-1383 or the simplest thing, log on to FatJackSports.com and get ready to win. Hey, this is the Fat Jack, and Championship Week is here. Are you ready to make some money? Go to FatJackSports.com. Only $99 gets you all of the games going on Championship Sunday. That's a predicted final score in both games, the top prop bets, the top bets for the game, and much, much more. Only $99. Add basketball and make even more or get the season-long package through next year's Super Bowl and pay it out over eight months. Now's the time to go to FatJackSports.com. Sign up today and win this weekend betting the games.